Hello, and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast, your source for insights into the science and art of endurance sports training and racing. I'm your host, Coach Laura Henry. Today is Coach Tip Tuesday. Ah, strength training. If I had to sum up what a majority of endurance athletes have said to me over the years about strength training in just one sentence, it would be the following. I know it's important, but I don't do it. Unfortunately, very few age group endurance athletes truly comprehend just how important strength training is. And I understand this because I was one of those athletes once. I thought it was just something extra that you add to training or something you do if you have time left over or don't know what to do with your time. But after working with hundreds of athletes over the years, I've observed and embraced the reality that strength training is not only important, but that it really needs to serve as the backbone of endurance sports training. All too often, athletes get focused on the workouts of their sport of choice. So for instance, if a runner is training for a marathon, they get really fixated on the running workouts that they need to be doing. If they're a triathlete, they get caught up with the swimming and the biking and the running. Additionally, athletes also get specifically focused on what makes them feel good in a given moment and or what they like best. So for instance, if a triathlete enjoys running more than they like cycling or swimming, they often will elect to run a bit more frequently as part of their training plan. Or again, like if you have a runner who's a bit more of a purist runner, they want to run. They don't necessarily want to be doing other things as part of their training because they enjoy running so much. So for many endurance athletes, all of this means that they include workouts of the disciplines that are the most fun, that feel the best, or that are the easiest for them. And in the eternal words of Admiral Akbar, it's a trap. Rather than being orphaned and cast aside like this, I think that strength training should be included in all training plans, regardless which primary endurance sport you're doing as an athlete in training. It should be included all the time time. Yes, year round, not just during the off season, not just during base phase, and not just when it's more convenient schedule-wise to fit it in. No matter what your sport of choice is, proper posture is essential to seeing true and compounded performance gains over time. Strength training is what helps to retain this posture. Without it, you will break down mechanically, especially as you accumulate fatigue over the course of a workout or race. Once that foundation of strength is in place, then the entirety of the plan, strength training, and the sport of choice can progress to include and develop important skills such as coordination, mobility, speed, and power. Strength training is, paradoxically, I know, both simple and complex. Lifting things up and putting them down is, at its core, a very simple idea and a very simple practice. But alongside this is the truth that quality strength training is more complex than it appears at face value. In order for it to be effective, it must be completed both frequently and consistently. In other words, it must be done year-round. Additionally, it should be both periodized, which means that it cycles through training phases just like training would for someone's primary sport, and it should also be progressive, meaning that it's designed to progress the athlete's abilities over time. However, and this is critical, periodization and progression can only happen 
if an athlete has been consistent with strength training. If an athlete doesn't do work on a regular basis, there isn't any possible way that they can do more or better work later on. Periodization is often neglected or overlooked because of how infrequently and inconsistently so many athletes do strength training. And like I've talked about before, if you don't do the work in advance, you can't progress to where you want to go to later. It's just not safe to. Many athletes will incorrectly, in my opinion, fear that strength training dilutes or takes away from the effectiveness of their training for their primary sport. And while it may seem counterintuitive, when properly incorporated, strength training actually enhances the effectiveness of training for an athlete's primary sport. In order for this effectiveness to be realized over time, strength training should be integrated into a training plan and not just tacked on as an afterthought. This, giving strength training their what's left, is probably the biggest mistake that most athletes make when it comes to strength training. And this is especially true for self-coached athletes. For many reasons, athletes account for and or plan for everything else workout-wise in their training, and then they figure out where they can fit strength training in. So if they're a runner training for a marathon, they're figuring out when they can get their running in in alignment with the rest of their schedule, with what they have going on with work or school or family or other obligations. And only after they look at how it fits into all of that, do they see if there's any time left over to add in strength training. However, for maximum effectiveness, the lowest probability of injury over time, and to see true performance gains, strength training should be the backbone of training. And this means, folks, that it should be planned for First, yes, first, before the training of your primary sport. Plan strength training and then plan the other workouts around that. When it comes down to how to plan strength training workouts, there is a very popular and pervasive idea out there. It's that we should train different sections of the body on different days. So for instance, you all have probably heard of upper body day, core day, lower body day, back day, and so on. And while I am definitely on board the train of something is better than nothing, I have found that this approach is not the most helpful way to think about strength training for endurance athletes. And here's why. No matter what an athlete's primary endurance sport is, the body is not moving in those isolated parts when it is doing said endurance sport. Our functional ask of our bodies is not to just use the upper body and then just to use the lower body and then just to use the core and then just to use the back. Rather, every single endurance sport is asking the athlete to integrate all of the parts of the body to move with strength, speed, and power together. So as endurance athletes, what you really need is strength in the way that you are actually going to be using the joint or muscle in your primary sport. Isolated strength does not necessarily mean that you are functionally strong. So for example, as a runner, sure, you may be able to squat a heavy load, but can you control the eccentric landing phase of your running gait cycle and propel yourself forward with stability and control? That's one of the specific demands of running. So no matter how much you can squat, it doesn't really matter if you fall apart when you land on one leg in your running gait cycle. As a triathlete, sure, you may be able to bench press twice your body weight, but can you sustain your bike fit for the duration of your event and then run well off of that bike? 
that's the specific demand of triathlon and everything in triathlon is about setting up for optimal running performance because triathlon is not an, a siloed thing. It's not just swimming and biking and running. It's how well we can integrate all of those things together, which really works well with what we're talking about here with strength training, right? We're looking to integrate. We don't neglect isolated movements as they do have their value in place in a strength training plan. But what I'm saying here, folks, is that we can't think only in isolated movements. Strength training isn't enough on its own. It needs to be enhancing the specific movements and demands of your primary sport. So as you think about what you're doing in strength training, as you work with somebody to help you with strength training, it needs to be designed with that in mind. In my opinion, planning strength workouts in isolation like this is very commonly done and has become such an accepted practice because it is easier. It's easier for a personal trainer or a strength coach to think and plan this way. It's not sexy or glamorous, folks, but I think that's the truth. I think it's also important to note that not all personal trainers are true strength coaches. Honestly, a lot of personal trainers have very minimal certifications and background. The testing, depending on which certification it is, isn't that hard or maybe even in existence. You know, maybe they just needed to read a book and pass a multiple choice test that they had an open book for. That practical knowledge may or may not be there. So it's really important to make sure you interview well when you're thinking about bringing somebody on to help you with your strength training. So seek out somebody who has a breadth of experience, not just a certification. Breadth of experience, meaning that they have experience working with more than just people looking to get in shape and or more experience than just training strength training or weightlifting athletes. A good and effective strength coach is going to be able to apply their knowledge and experience in a much more individualized way to align with your goals, even if those goals are outside of the gym's walls. It is harder to think about complex movements, and thus it's harder, not to mention more time intensive, to plan for complex movements and to plan for strength training workouts. But to quote Tom Hanks in A League of Their Own, anything worth doing is worth doing right. Inputs determine outputs. I say this all the time to athletes when they think about hiring me, when we're doing initial interviews, and then throughout my working time with athletes. But inputs determine outputs. Your input into your training is going to determine what you get out of it. Your input to your coach or your strength coach is going to determine what you get out of it. So taking the time to consider and write high quality training increases the probability that the result of that training will be high quality as well. Endurance athletes who are seeking to gain strength and to see gains in their primary sport of choice should train functionally and not in isolation. The majority of the strength movements that they are doing should be movements that connect all parts of the body and teach the body the neuromuscular specificity of moving collaboratively with precision, coordination, and strength. So again, we're not completely disregarding isolated movements. We're just really making sure that what we are doing is exactly what we should be doing in order to get to the goals that we've set for ourselves, to get to that end goal, to enhance the probability of success. So strength training should be the backbone of every endurance athlete's training plan. Additionally, the specifics of strength training workouts should align with the specific demands of your primary sport. Finally, strength training should be periodized and progressed just like the workouts of your primary sport should be periodized and progressed over the course of a training plan. 
Folks, if you take this approach with strength training, it can and almost likely will elevate your training and performance from below average or mediocre to great. And don't you want that? That was another episode of the Full Circle Podcast. Subscribe to the Full Circle Podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. If you like what you listen to, please be sure to leave us a rating and review as this goes a long way in helping us reach others. The thoughts and opinions expressed on the Full Circle Podcast are those of the individual. As always, we love to hear from you and we value your feedback. Please send us an email at podcast at fullcircleendurance.com or visit us at fullcircleendurance.com backslash podcast. To find training plans, see what other coaching services we offer, or to join our community, please visit fullcircleendurance.com. I'm Coach Laura Henry. Thanks for listening.